Hello and welcome to another episode of Always Anxious. We're so excited to be bringing you this episode and hopefully many others every Thursday at 7am. Please excuse us as next week we will be taking off for the holiday. Today we will be telling you about the murder of Cassie Jo Stoddart. But first, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AlwaysAnxiousPC and Facebook when you search Always Anxious Podcast. And check out our new website, alwaysanxiouspc.wixsite, that's W-I-X, site.com, forward slash alwaysanxiouspodcast for all of the info on our episodes, as well as other ways to support our podcast. Warning, this podcast contains graphic content. Listener discretion is advised. On September 22, 2006, Cassie Stoddart was set to house-sit for her aunt and uncle, Allison and Frank Contreras, on Whispering Cliffs Drive in northeast Bannock County, Idaho. Her aunt and uncle had hired her to care for their three cats and two dogs for the weekend. Stoddart was visited that evening by her boyfriend, Matt Beckham, who arrived at 6 p.m., Later, classmates Brian Draper and Tori Adamchik, both 16 years old at the time, came over to hang out. Cassie gave the friends a tour of the house, including the basement. After this, the four teens went into the living room to watch Kill Bill Volume 2, but Adamchik and Draper ended up leaving before the film ended, saying they wanted to watch a movie at their local movie theater instead. Stoddart and Beckham stayed behind. The couple was unaware that Draper had unlocked the basement door so he and Adam Chick could re-enter the house undetected. Sometime after leaving, Draper and Adam Chick returned to the neighborhood, parked down the street, got out of the car, put costumes on consisting of dark clothing, gloves, and white masks. They quietly entered the home through the basement door while Cassie and Matt were watching TV in the home living room. They intentionally made some loud noises in an attempt to lure Beckham and Stoddart downstairs, quote, so they could scare them. Next, they found the circuit breaker and turned off the power in the house, hoping the pair would actually come downstairs after this. When they did not investigate, the boys turned some of the power back on. Cassie became uneasy after the temporary power outage, and her boyfriend noticed that one of the Contreras dogs kept staring down the basement stairs, periodically barking or growling. Seeing that Cassie was feeling scared, Matt called his mother and asked if he could stay the night. She said no, but stated that Cassie could stay at their house for the night and she would bring Cassie back the next morning. Cassie declined the offer and stated it was her responsibility to stay at the house and take care of the animals as she was required to do. So, at approximately 10.30pm, Matt's mother picked him up, leaving Stoddard at the house alone. Beckham called Adam Chick's cell phone to see where he and Draper were, possibly to meet up with them later. He stated that he could barely hear Adam Chick as he was whispering on the phone, so Matt assumed the boys were in the movie theater. From the basement, Draper and Adam Chick heard Beckham leave. The teens turned out the lights again at the circuit breaker in the basement and waited, hoping Stoddart would come downstairs and turn on the lights, but she did not. Eventually, the boys went upstairs. Draper was armed with a dagger-type weapon, and Adam Chick had a hunting-style knife. Draper opened and slammed a closet door at the top of the stairs to scare Stoddart, who was lying on the couch in the living room. Then the boys brutally attacked her, stabbing her approximately 30 times. Twelve wounds were potentially fatal. 
The murder weapons were purchased at a pawn shop with the help of 18-year-old Joe Lacero. Throughout the investigation of the murder, police found that Draver and Adamchik recorded their plan to murder Stoddard in advance on videotape while they were at school. This video footage shown at their trials. Even though we cannot play the audio from this, a quote from the audio includes Brian Draper saying, quote, I just killed Cassie. We just left her house. This is not a fucking joke. I stabbed her and I saw her lifeless body just disappear. Dude, I just killed Cassie. With Tori Adamchik adding in, I'm shaking. Draper and Adamchik were arrested on September 27, 2006 and charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit first-degree murder. During interrogations, each teen blamed the other. Draper claimed he was in the same room with Adamchik when Cassie was killed but denied stabbing her. He later admitted to stabbing her allegedly under commands from Adamchik. He led the investigators to Black Rock Canyon, where the youths d- disposed of clothing, masks, and knives they used for the murder. At the trial, the prosecution revealed that Draper said that he was inspired by Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, who committed the Columbine High School Massacre. Later, Adam Chick said he was inspired by the Scream horror film franchise. On April 17, 2007, Draper was found guilty. Adam Chick's trial started May 31, 2007. He was convicted on June 8, 2007. On August 21, 2007, based on being convicted of first-degree murder, each received a mandatory sentence of life in prison without possibility of parole and 30 years to life for being convicted of conspiracy to commit murder. Adamchik and Draper are both serving their time at Idaho State Correctional Institution, located in Ada County, Idaho. In November 2019, Adamchik's sentence was upheld after... His appeal was denied by the Idaho Supreme Court. Their attorneys filed separate appeals at the state Supreme Court in September 2010 for Adamchik and in April 2011 for Draper. Draper was seeking to have his conviction vacated or to be given a limited life sentence that would allow for his release on parole if approved after 30 years. The first appeal for both Adamchik and Draper was denied in a 3-2 decision. The High Court vacated Draper's conviction on conspiracy to commit first-degree murder, saying that jurors were given erroneous instructions on that charge, but they affirmed his conviction for first-degree murder and life sentence without parole. In July of 2015, Adam Chick gained a hearing for post-conviction relief with State 6th District Magistrate Judge Mitchell W. Brown. He claimed that testimony from character witnesses could have changed the outcome of the sentencing but that his former attorney, against Adam Chick's parents' wishes, chose to not call upon these witnesses. Adam Chick said that his attorney believed that the prosecution would have submitted even more damaging evidence. In March of 2016, Judge Brown denied his request for post-conviction relief. Adam Chick appealed Judge Brown's decision to the Idaho Supreme Court. The hearing was held on November 9, 2017, and on December 26, 2017, the Idaho Supreme Court rejected Adam Chick's appeal for post-conviction relief, upholding the district court decision. Following the Idaho Supreme Court's decision, Adam Chick filed a federal writ of habeas corpus in January 2018, in which he argued that the Idaho Supreme Court denied his first appeal based on a theory that was not presented to the jury. Adam Chick also argued that he should be entitled to a new sentencing hearing 
in light of the Miller and Montgomery decisions. Federal Magistrate Judge Candy W. Dale presided over Adam Chick's writ, and on November 25, 2019, she denied the writ. Adam Chick is currently appealing Judge Dale's decision to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. In 2010, the Stoddard family filed a civil lawsuit against the Idaho School District. They claimed the school was negligent and should have known that Draper and Adam Chick posed a threat to others. Both the civil court and the state Supreme Court dismissed the case saying the actions of the killers were not foreseeable. Thank you so much for listening today. We do hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please subscribe and follow us on our socials at AlwaysAnxiousPC on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook when you search Always Anxious Podcast. Check out our new website, AlwaysAnxiousPC.Wixsite, that's W-I-X-Site.com forward slash AlwaysAnxiousPodcast for more true crime content and other ways to support our podcast. Remember, we love doing these, but we can't do it without your help and support. Thank you all so much. And, as always, kill you soon! soon.